What is up? Welcome back to the Mary Makes Muscles podcast. It's great to have you here. If you're a first-time listener, welcome. And if you're a returning listener, thanks for being here and thank you for coming back for more. I'm recording this episode on a Sunday morning. It's the end of Thanksgiving weekend. It's about 6 a.m. right now. It was a great Thanksgiving, you know, great food, lots of time with family, all that good stuff. So a ton to be grateful for and another one in the books here. In today's episode, this episode is kind of inspired by two things. There are two reasons I decided to go with this topic. I'm going to be talking about losing inches but not losing weight, why that happens, and really why it's a good thing, and kind of some of the psychological aspects that go into the scale and how investing all your time and energy in the scale can really hold you back. The first reason I came up with this topic is because I posted something on my Instagram and then on my Facebook about it, that if you lose three pounds of fat and gain three pounds of muscle, the scale is not going to show that. And it got a pretty big reaction, which I didn't know it would and I didn't really expect. So that led me to believe that this is a topic that means something to people, you know, that people want to hear about and that kind of resonates with people. The other reason that I came up with this topic is because I was on a coaching call earlier this week, I want to say like Monday or Tuesday, and this woman has been following her nutrition and strength training plan for well over two two months now, but the scale has stayed the same. She's lost close to nine inches in that time, but her weight has been fluctuating right around the same number that entire time. And I told her, you know, that's a huge win and that's incredible progress and that she's still where she wants to be because she is losing fat if she is losing those inches. But so many people don't see that and can't accept that. So I want to get into that more here today because we're also programmed to only care about the number on the scale. I'm going to explain why and how it isn't the only thing that matters or tells you if you're making progress on your journey and really why losing inches and not losing weight is actually a good thing and what it means. So I want to start off by saying this because this is the most important message of this entire podcast. If you take one thing from it, take this. If you are losing inches but not losing weight, you're doing everything right. You need to calm down and not worry and just keep going. The main thing here, the main thing I'm saying is that you need to calm down. Worrying is not going to do you any good and you actually don't even have anything to worry about. You're stressing yourself out over nothing. So many people quit because they aren't losing weight and they think they aren't doing something right and they think they're failing. So they give up because they don't see that little number going down on the scale when really they're making progress in other areas and the scale is just one form of data. So the amount of anxiety that goes into this and the emotional investment that you're making that people make and put into the scale, it really can be debilitating in many cases and it stops you in your tracks on your journey and it's what causes you to quit and that is just the most tragic thing you can do on your journey is give up because the scale isn't moving because there are so many other ways to track progress and to know if you are making strides. I get that people want to see the scale go down and they want to see it now. You know, they they want to see it yesterday. They want to lose weight immediately. They think that if they have a few on-track days with their plan and their diet that the scale should just plummet down and down and down every day. But that's just now um, not how it works. 
And if you take that expectation and those feelings about the scale away and you don't invest all your energy or really any energy into worrying about the scale, your journey can really become anxiety free. You don't have to stress out about it and you don't have to let that number dictate your mood or your actions for the day because the scale isn't your main focus when you do that. And if you make it that, you will get burnt out. If all you're worried about is that number on the scale, you will get burnt out and you will give up because it's a miserable and frustrating way to live. It's not rewarding at all. You have no control over what that little number says. And no matter what you do, you cannot just make it get lower. That is not up to you. The only thing you can control is your action. And I'll kind of equate this to my coaching business as an example. You know, I work very hard on content, on growing my business, on writing, on trying to reach more people on social media. If my only focus in doing all those things were to get more followers right now or to tally up my like count every day or to sign more clients every day or just to become a a rich and famous influencer online, I would totally quit. I would have quit already. But that's not what my focus is. If I only focused on those outcomes that I cannot control, I would get frustrated and exhausted and I would give up. But that's not my focus at all. My focus is on the process. It's on doing the best that I can at what I'm doing and detaching myself from the outcome, really. It's on creating content that helps people, creating a coaching program that helps people. I'm not focused on the reward in any way. I am focused on what I put into it and how to become a better coach. That's what I ultimately want. And I truly believe and trust that if I keep going and doing those things, I will progress and my business will continue to grow. But the pace at which it happens is not in my hands at all. And I can't gauge my success on the reaction of mass amounts of people. It certainly isn't going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen fast. And just like with weight loss, I have to be willing to put the work in without a whole lot of reward most of the time. It's about consistent effort over a long period of time that gets you results. Just like on your fitness journey, you focus on your effort, you focus on what you can do to feel better and improve your health. That's why you're doing this. It's not an instant gratification thing. So many people quit at various ventures of life because they want success right now. They want immediate satisfaction, and that's just not how it works. If you want true success that endures the test of time, you have to accept that most days are going to be average. They're going to be boring. They're going to be repetitive. You're not going to get a prize every day. But if you keep putting in the effort and you keep trying and not obsessing about outcomes only, you will be successful over time. If you're just constantly thinking about losing weight as quickly as possible or the scale moving down every week or losing X amount of weight this month or you're a failure, you're going to get burnt out. And you will end up quitting. And it breaks my heart when people quit. But this is just the reality of why they quit. They're expecting instant gratification. And they're not focused on the mundane and consistent effort that the process actually requires that you need to put in in order to get to where you want to be. You want to change your lifestyle and you want long-term health outcomes that are advantageous. That takes time and effort. You're not going to get to your goals in three or four weeks or see massive progress and results every single day. It's a slow process, but if you're not worried about the speed and pace and you just focus on your effort and doing what you set out to do, 
you will achieve those lifelong changes, but it is a long journey. It's not going to happen fast. It's not going to happen in one month. The focus needs to be on your actions you need to take to make changes, your workouts, your drinking more water, getting steps in, getting quality sleep, hitting your nutrition targets. If you focus on those things and not just on the scale going down, you can actually build the consistency you need to eventually make it happen and see the changes that you want. But it's not going to be a fast process. If you want to lose weight sustainably, it's going to take time. I know that's not what you want to hear, but really, I'm not here to tell you what you want to hear. I am here to tell you the truth. You have to put in the work and it's not going to happen overnight. So that intro about the importance of not obsessing over the scale, it isn't really what this podcast is about. It's about losing inches, but not losing weight. But it's still so important that I say this and that I stress the importance of not obsessing over the scale, because it really is why so many people give up. And it's why they overlook other forms of progress, like losing inches, because they are obsessed about the scale. They're like, shit, I didn't lose any weight this week. It's not working. I might as well quit. That's not how it works. Just chill out and keep going. You know in your heart if you are taking the action needed to make long-term progress. You know deep down if you are doing what is right when it comes to your fitness goals. You don't need the scale to tell you. In a lot of ways, you possibly could even be using the scale as an excuse to not take action. Say, saying like, well, the scale isn't moving, so I'll just give up. When the truth is, you don't want to put the effort in, so you're using an inanimate object like the scale and a number you have no control of as an excuse to quit. You know, that maybe sounds a little harsh, but really, be be really real with yourself. Ask yourself that question. Do you want to put the effort in, and are you really doing what it takes to make progress? If you are and you want to, you can proceed with a very clear conscience and know that the scale isn't telling the whole story because you're doing your part. So be really honest with yourself here and where you are putting your energy into and why. But back to losing inches but not losing weight. First of all, the scale will always fluctuate. I'm going to uh, leave an article here in the show notes I wrote about this topic that the scale will always fluctuate for a lot of reasons, whether it's what you ate the day before, it could be that you're on your period, it could be a tough workout, it could be a poor night's sleep. The scale is always going to fluctuate. There are so many things that can cause it. And I literally talked to a client about this uh, yesterday, I want to say. Her name was Tiffany, and Tiffany is completely crushing it. She's seeing great progress. She's a total badass, but she emailed me and said she's not sure if she's making good enough progress. She said, you know, she started five weeks ago around 201.5, I want to say, and now her weight is down to 197.8, and she's not sure if that's good progress. You know, we took measurements, and they've gone down. Progress pictures look different, but she's still not sure if that's good enough because, honestly, she's used to losing more weight. When she used to do a ton of cardio and restrict calories and restrict carbs like crazy, she would lose weight faster. And then this individual, you know, Tiffany, I know that today she weighed in higher at 199.2, I want to say. So her weight was back up a little bit today because the scale's always going to fluctuate, like we said. But we know her plan is working because she's down inches, the pictures look different, and she's being consistent day after day. And that 1.5 pound or so weight spike today, that's going to happen. And there's absolutely nothing you can do to control that. 
Now, I said that Tiffany, on other plans in the past, she's restricted her calories and carbs a ton, and she's lost weight faster. And in her mind, she's like, shouldn't that be happening again? And, you know, I just question that. And I say, well, where did that get you? It got you right back to where you started. It got you coming to me today for a different approach to work on losing weight long term. So that's what we're doing this time. Things are going to be different if you take a different approach. If what you've done in the past doesn't work, you need to be open to taking a different approach and really having a different process this time in order to see different results. So keep that in mind. If you're comparing slower weight loss to times where you've lost weight faster in the past, Ask yourself where that got you. It got you right back to where you started. Because if you look for a sustainable long-term answer, the process is going to be slower. That's inevitable. It's going to take more time than you want it to. And another reason that this is so important to track multiple forms of data, measurements, progress pictures, body weight, those things are all data that you need. That's why it's also a good idea to weigh yourself every day. My clients weigh themselves every day. I ask if they do a morning weigh-in, same time of day, each day, um, once they wake up on an empty stomach, not wearing any clothes, ideally, to get an accurate body weight every day. So that collectively, over at least a four-week progress uh, period, you can see all the data together because the more data points you have, the more accurate of a gauge of progress you're going to get. That is all that daily weigh-ins are, is data. They don't tell you anything from one day to the next. You know, what you weigh Tuesday and Wednesday, that's not what you're looking for. You're not using Wednesday's weigh-in to judge how you did on Tuesday. But collectively, you can see what is happening when you have more data points. And if the scale, let's say, is staying the same or only go or going down slowly over a month-long period, you're losing inches though, and your progress pictures look different, you are losing fat and your plan is working. And this leads me to think of this. I had someone ask me the other day on a coaching call if they can just weigh themselves once a week because the scale stresses them out so much. And my answer to that, it's no. Like I just say, there's no point to weighing yourself once a week. Don't even bother. Of all the ways to weigh yourself, once a week is the most utterly useless way. You're better off not weighing yourself at all. That weekly weigh-in doesn't tell you anything about your progress. And I mean that. It is the most inconclusive form of data that you can track is a weekly weigh-in. You're better off just tracking your measurements and progress pictures and not getting on the scale at all. But I don't think you should do that. I think you should weigh yourself daily. But if you're not going to weigh daily, you should not be weighing weekly because that can just mess with your mind even more. I think that you should remember that the scale is an inanimate object and it should not control you or stress you out. If it is, like if you're so worried about the scale that it's like debilitating to you, you're really in a position where you shouldn't even be focused on losing weight. You should be focused on improving your relationship with food and with your body and understanding why the scale fluctuates and really going into a learning phase and learning everything that contributes to that number on the scale and why it doesn't define you or your success. It's just a number and it doesn't define your self-worth or quantify your value in any way. And a weekly weigh-in I think is more stressful in a lot of ways because you know you're putting all your eggs into its basket you're you know if you were let's say dating someone like let's imagine it like this you have the love of your life and you only get to see him or her once a week for like an hour 
as opposed to if you lived with this person and you saw them every night, talked every day, you were with them all the time, you wouldn't think about those daily interactions very much. You wouldn't be worried about seeing them around the house. You wouldn't be stressed out about it. But if you only see this person once a week, you're gonna be a little more nervous. You're more concerned about what you're gonna wear, what you're going to talk about. You're stressing out about it more than you would if you saw this person every single day. So the same thing really goes for the scale. So if you're only doing it once a week, you're going to be totally stressed out about that weekly weigh-in. It's gonna run your mind. You're gonna invest all your time and energy into worrying about it and thinking, did my plan work this week? Did I do good enough? And you're gonna be stressed out about that weekly weigh-in because it's not happening as often. Because you might weigh yourself you know, one Friday and you weigh 172 pounds. And then the next Friday, you weigh yourself and you're 172.6. Then what happens? You think you're gaining weight. You think your plan isn't working and that the scale went up. When in reality, if you had weighed yourself every day, let's say Tuesday and Wednesday that week, you were at 170 and 170.2. But you didn't see those numbers. You skipped those data points because you didn't weigh yourself those days. If you had had that collective data from the entire week, you might see that the average weight is slightly lower than the previous week, but you don't have that. You only have those two data points to go on from an entire seven, eight day period because you only uh, weighed yourself once a week. So really here, weekly weigh-ins are inconclusive. It's either every day or not at all. Um, if you're not going to weigh yourself every day, I would say to weigh yourself like once every three months or so because it's not every day that... Um, you're going to see those daily, you know, you need that data from every single day. So if you want to gauge progress and you're not weighing every day, do it every three months or so, because that's more accurate as far as seeing a downward trend. Even once a month, you might not see much of a change and you won't get enough data points doing it that way. So I would say if you're not weighing yourself daily to just go with every three months or so and just track your measurements and progress pictures. Really, they are enough to gauge if you are making progress. If you don't want to weigh yourself every day, just be really accurate about taking your measurements every two weeks and taking your progress pictures once once a month to know if your plan is working. So a lot about the scale there, but it is a very important topic. I see it, you know, control so many people, they put so much energy in it. But next I do wanna talk about if you are losing inches but not losing weight and why this might happen. Um, one reason is if you recently started strength training because a couple things can happen in that case. One is that you're going to be sore. You're going to be sore from your workout, sore from lifting weights. And with that soreness comes inflammation and water weight. Your muscles experience inflammation and you store more water weight. When you strength train, you break down your muscle fibers. You literally tear your muscles apart. And when you do that, your muscles store water weight in those torn muscle fibers. So the higher water weight will lead to a higher number on the scale. Another reason is that for your muscles to recover, your body has to push more nutrients and water to your muscles. So again, that extra water and extra nutrients will lead to more weight on your body, resulting in a higher number on the scale. So if you're strength training, you might not see the movement down on the scale as you are building muscle and losing fat, but that's why you take measurements and you take progress pictures too. Another reason um, if you are going to build muscle, if you're following a structured strength training program, you will build muscle. 
Now, muscle doesn't weigh more than fat. One pound of muscle and one pound of fat both weigh one pound. But if you lose one pound and one pound of fat and gain one pound of muscle, the scale is not going to show that. You know, the scale's just measuring what you weigh. It doesn't know what it's measuring. It's just your entire body composition. So like I said at the beginning and like my post said this week, the scale will not show if you lose one pound of fat and gain one pound of muscle. But muscle is more dense than fat, meaning that it takes up less room on your body. So if you replace fat with muscle, your pictures will look different and so will your measurements. You'll get smaller without losing weight on the scale. And again, this is a time to stay calm and track multiple forms of data. Even if the scale isn't going down, you can still see progress by losing inches or seeing actual changes in your body when you look in the mirror, when you put clothes on. And those are all important forms of progress too. And another reason you might be losing inches but not fat has to do with building muscle also. But this is kind of outside of strength training. This is related to your nutrition more. And that is if you are eating higher protein, protein helps to build and retain muscle, which means as you are building muscle, you won't see the changes on the scale. Because if you're building muscle, even if you lose fat, that won't show up on the scale because the muscle is replacing fat, like we said. So all these factors contribute to the scale not going down. If you focus on action and tracking multiple forms of data, you will still see that you are making progress, but all your investment cannot be on the scale or you will quit, and that's what we don't want. I feel like we talk about this all the time. You cannot quit. You can never give up. Because if you do give up, you're definitely not going to see any changes or reach your goals. I understand that this is very emotional and that you want change now, but it does take time. And if you put in the time and effort, you learn along the way, and you show patience, and you never quit, you will get where you want to be. It just takes a ton of consistency and patience and putting in the effort day after day. Something I see so often is people saying like, well, I tried this for a few weeks, but didn't lose any weight, so I stopped. It takes more than a few weeks. Don't do that and do not quit. If you quit, nothing will ever change. And this is about improving your long-term health and quality of life. Think about it like you only get one go around here, here in life. This is not practice. And if you don't stay the course and put the work in, nothing will ever change. And you definitely won't make any progress that way by giving up. But to do that, the sole focus on your journey, it really cannot just be on losing weight on the scale as quickly as humanly possible. If you make that your sole uh, sole focus, you will burn out, you will get frustrated, and you will quit. I guarantee it. So don't do that. Get a coach, get a support system, and something or someone to remind you of this and to tell you to keep going, to keep you on track. There you go. Um, that's, that's really all I have for today's podcast. I hope it helped and I hope it reminded you that the scale is not the be all and end all on your journey because the sooner you realize that, the easier it will be to stick around for the long haul and see the changes that you want. Thank you so much for listening today. Um, if you need anything from me, send me a DM on Instagram or I will leave my email address in the show notes here, along with the article about why the scale fluctuates that I referenced before. Um, If you enjoyed this episode, please let me know. And pretty please leave me a five-star rating and review on whichever platform you are listening today on. That would help me out a ton, and it would help me to reach more people and help them out too. 
So thank you once again for listening. Have an awesome day, and I will talk to you soon.